you're listening to the Delta Godcast, a devotional and conversational podcast for Christian youth. Hello everyone, my name is Esther and I am one of the leaders in Delta Youngnang Ministry. My next three devos will be on Daniel chapters 1 to 2. I particularly loved Daniel's story in the Bible when I was growing up, so I'm excited to share with you what I learned in this passage. I'll be sharing about remaining faithful to God in this world that tries to turn our attention away from God. Today's passage is Daniel chapter 1 verses 1 to 21. Please turn with me to Daniel chapter 1 verses 1 to 21. In the third year of the reign of Jehoiakim, king of Judah, Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, came to Jerusalem to besiege it. And the Lord delivered Jehoiakim, king of Judah, into his hand, along with some of the articles from the temple of God. These he carried off to the temple to his god in Babylonia and put in the treasure house of his god. Then the king ordered Ashpenaz, chief of his court officials, to bring into the king's service some of the Israelites from the royal family and the nobility. Young men without any physical defect, handsome, showing aptitude for every kind of learning, well-informed, quick to understand, and qualified to serve in the king's palace. He was to teach them the language and literature of the Babylonians. The king assigned them a daily amount of food and wine from the king's table. They were to be trained for three years, and after that, they were to enter the king's service. Among those who were chosen were some from Judah, Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. The chief official gave them new names. To Daniel, the name Belteshazzar, to Hananiah, Shadrach, to Mishael, Meshach, and to Azariah, Abednego. But Daniel resolved not to defile himself with the royal food and wine, and he asked the chief official for permission not to defile himself this way. Now God had caused the official to show favor and compassion to Daniel. But the official told Daniel, I'm afraid of my lord and king who has assigned your food and drink. Why should he see you looking worse than the other young men your age? The king would then have my head because of you. Daniel then said to the guard, whom the chief official had appointed over Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, Please, test your servants for ten days. Give us nothing but vegetables to eat and water to drink. Then compare our appearance with that of the young men who eat the royal food, and treat your servants in accordance with what you see. So he agreed to this and tested them for ten days. At the end of the ten days, they looked healthier and better nourished than any of the young men who ate the royal food. So the guard took away their choice food and the wine they were to drink and gave them vegetables instead. To these four young men, God gave knowledge and understanding of all kinds of literature and learning. And Daniel could understand visions and dreams of all kinds. At the end of the time set by the king to bring them into his service, the chief official presented them to Nebuchadnezzar. The king talked with them, and he found none equal to Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. So they entered the king's service. In every matter of wisdom and understanding about which the king questioned them, he found them ten times better than all the magicians and enchanters in his whole kingdom. And Daniel remained there until the first year of King Cyrus. Amen. In this passage, we see that when God delivers Jerusalem over to Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, Nebuchadnezzar brings young Israelite men from the royal family and the nobility. These were the finest young men of Judah who didn't have any physical defect, handsome, showing aptitude for every kind of learning, well-informed, quick to understand, and qualified to serve in the king's palace. Nebuchadnezzar used three main methods in order to completely transform these young men into faithful servants of the Babylonian king rather than God. For three years, the king would change the food they ate, 
change their names, and the type of education they received. This was in a way to indoctrinate the young men into eating like pagans and learning pagan belief as well as trying to change their identities. By the time the three-year period ended, these young men would become just like the Babylonian pagan wise men. Nebuchadnezzar wanted them to worship and serve him rather than God. In order for that to happen, these young Israelite men had to forget their identity as God's chosen people. They would eat like the world, talk like the world, think like the world, and identify themselves apart from God. In Daniel chapter 1, 6-7, we see that Daniel and his friends, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah's birth names changed to Babylonian names, Belteshazzar, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego respectively. Daniel means God is my judge, but his new name, Belteshazzar, means the goddess protects the king. Azariah means the Lord is my help, while his Babylonian name, Abednego, means servant of Nabu. Hananiah means the Lord has been gracious and Mishael means who is like God. Although the exact meanings of their Babylonian names Shadrach and Meshach are debated, the meanings are likely related to Babylonian gods. So we see that their birth names were a reminder of God and their identity in God. However, after becoming Babylon's captives, their names changed to having sinful meanings like worshipping false gods. Like Daniel and his friends, we also live in a world that constantly tempts us to forget about our identity in Christ. We don't live in a segregated place where we are separated from non-believers, but we live in a world in order to be the salt and light. However, if we are not careful, we may become just like the world. When we look back at our lives, how we live, how we talk, what we watch, what we listen to, what we do during our free time, what we fill our minds with, the goals that we set, do we look different from our non-believing friends? Or is our life practically undistinguishable from the world? The world tries to turn us away from God. It prevents us from being faithful to God by making us forget about our true identity in Christ. Instead of thinking about how we can serve God through various means, we start to think and behave like our non-Christian friends. Instead of impacting people around us, we get influenced by the worldly ideas all around us and in the media. In Romans chapter 12 verses 1-2, to it says, Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Let's ask God to protect us from the worldly temptations and desires. We cannot live holy lives that is pleasing to God without His help. We cannot do it alone. Let's ask God to constantly remind us of our identity in Christ. Let's remember that our true home is not here on earth. Our home is in heaven. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father God, we thank you for allowing us to be born again into a new creation. We are no longer your enemies, but we are your children. We are redeemed by Jesus' blood so that we are called friends. Your grace is truly amazing. I pray that you would constantly remind us of our new identity in you. Help us not to be influenced by the world and help us not to live just like the world. Instead of forgetting our identity, I pray that you would help us to live as holy people set apart as salt and light of this world. We love you and we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.
Thanks for listening today. The Lord be with you in everything you do for the glory of God.